Welcome to another edition of Unbiased Boxing Talk with the IBFP. And look, let's break it down honestly and objectively as possible. And Miss Spicy Boxing is in the building yet again. Talk to a Miss Spicy. Hey. All right. And I'd like to give a quick shout out to my brother, a big supporter of the IBFP, Danny Ramos. I appreciate you supporting us, supporting this podcast. I appreciate that. Much love and respect to Danny Ramos. Thank you, Danny. We appreciate you. We appreciate that, Danny. And we're going to break it down right now. Eddie Hearn rips Jamal Charlo and David Benavides, and he states they're fighting absolutely nobody. He's criticizing both of these guys, saying they're fighting nobody, saying these guys' resume is doo-doo butter. That's what Eddie Hearn is saying. And I'll give him an exact quote. He said, these guys, Charlo Benavidez, they're fighting absolutely nobody. How can you criticize the resume of Canelo Alvarez and not criticize the resume of Jamal Charlo and David Benavidez? I don't even think that Benavidez wants a joke resume. Charlo, I don't know. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you, Miss Spicy. I'm going to start with you. What do you think about Eddie Hearn's statement? What do you think about everything? Get into it. I think at some point that is exactly what we've been seeing time and time again. We've seen Charlo and Benavides fight bums. They're not fighting anyone. They want that big Canelo payday, but they're not doing anything about it to get it. Just like Canelo said, right? Fight each other. Fight each other, and then I'll fight you. That's what we all want to see, right? We we just got the news, right, that Errol Spence and Crawford, you know, it, it's it's going to happen. Why can't we get these other fights to happen as well? Why can't we see the best of boxing now? And I agree with you 100%, Ms. Spicy. And here's, here's a big problem for me. They say Canelo Alvarez is ducking everybody. They say he's ducking Bavon. They say he's ducking Benavides. They say he's ducking my grandma. They say he's ducking Sordo Ramirez. They saying he's ducking everybody. And these are just all lies and narrative. Canelo Alvarez is the only guy here taking risks and chances. Usyk as well. Bam Rodriguez as well. All of these guys are very bold and brave fighters. So I don't criticize these guys. I don't call them ducks or cowards because these guys are willing to lay it on the line against top fighters at a moment's notice. But what I'm trying to say is about all of this, when you look at it, Canelo Alvarez is a free agent. Mm -hmm. He goes to the zone to get fights. He goes to the PBC to get fights. He's willing to go to ESPN and get mm-hmm. fights. But what I'm seeing is with David Benavidez, with Jamal Charlo, both of these guys are on the same network. There's not that many hurdles to clear. Right. Not only that, Caleb Plant is on that side as well. And he said he wanted to fight both of these guys. Not only that, David Morrell is on that side. <laughs> and he's willing to fight Jamal Charlo, Caleb Plant, and David Benavidez. So you got all of these top fighters at 168 that people would love to see. Morrell, Plant, Charlo. Benavides and none of these guys are fighting each other. But what is the problem? It's the disgusting thing about it is that it's not only just them, but it's the PBC in general because the PBC does not want these guys to take a risk. <laughs> it's frustrating because it almost feels like what the PBC wants is they they want to make sure and protect all these guys so that Canelo fights all of them. That can't happen. That I mean, you want every one of your fighters to fight Canelo so that you can make your payday. It's like the Floyd Mayweather blueprint is that protect your O Mm -hmm. don't take any significant chances. And then when, you know, and just 
then every, sell it at the end and, and sell it as much as you can you know it, you're just trying to monetize your record mm -hmm. I, i'm a great fighter because i haven't lost but you haven't fought anybody either you haven't you got to fight the best at their best in history shown when you do that when you do that you're going to get a loss mm -hmm. because you're fighting the best at their best consistently and now if you fight a guy at the right time he's too young he's too old he's too this he's too that you're never going to get a loss. You're cherry picking. You're never going to get a loss. Guys that don't go undisputed. I don't understand how Floyd could not go undisputed and claim he's the best ever. You've never cleared out of the whole division because you never wanted to fight everybody. Mm -hmm. We got to be honest. And I'm a Floyd fan, but I got to be honest. The guy is not TBE. But back to David Benavidez, back to Jamal Charlo. Both of these guys' resumes are due to butter. So if you're one of these fans out here saying, oh, David Benavidez, Canelo's scared of him. If you're one of these guys saying Canelo's scared of Jamal Charlo, he won't fight him. Then why haven't these guys fought each other? Mm -hmm. Why haven't these guys fought Caleb Plant? Why haven't these guys fought David Morrell? See, a lot of people forget that David Benavidez, he's the same team that says, okay, uh, him and his uh, manager, Samson, basically delayed the Caleb Plant fight. They've admitted it. They've admitted it. But nobody said anything. But none of these guys wanted to unify or be great at 168 until Canelo Alvarez moved up and took the division. Because then they said, okay, now we can get this payday. Now we can get this stimulus check. How many unification fights did David Benavidez have before Canelo? Zero. How many top fighters did he fight before Canelo? Zero. But all of a sudden, when Canelo moves up, people are like, oh, Canelo got to be afraid of him. How? Right. How? This guy has no defense. Even stylistically, it's a much easier fight. You say, well, look with Bivol. David Benavidez and Bivol is not the same fighter. Bivol has defense and great footwork and an excellent jab. David Benavidez does not have those things. Well, it's annoying because David Benavidez does not belong in 168. He needs to move up to 175. But, you know, there there was a an interview that David Benavidez's uh, father was was on recently. And, and this, this just goes to show you that it's all about the payday. Um, because the father was just talking about, I, you know, we want Canelo to give us that opportunity. We want to fight him. Yeah, you want to fight him because you want to get the payday. You don't want to be the best by moving up and trying to fight fight challenges right challenging fights that are actually meaningful you want to stay where you're at because you're just waiting for that payday that's all you want to do i mean look we're going to be honest i mean you've seen david benavides come out and say that he doesn't want an immediate title shot against archer better bf he said this mm -hmm. david benavides has said he does not want an immediate title shot against archer better bf he doesn't want to move up and just fight him right away but canelo's you know expected to move up and just fight every killer he 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 moved up with no tune-ups and fought sergey kovalev from one hold on from 160 then he comes back later years later moves up fighting undefeated prime world champion yet again no tune-ups and dimitri Bavol. and people tried to call it a cherry pick then when he lost they said he's exposed how are you exposed by taking a challenge losing to a top fighter like like he should be ashamed or, or humiliated this is why the best doesn't fight the best because we criticize fighters when they challenge themselves and dare to be great well no and now now the narrative is you're you're not wanting to fight surdo how dare you how dare you act like that that you don't want wait to fight minute, another wait mexican wait, wait a minute Sordo Ramirez is not a world champion. <laughs> he has to beat Bavol first before we can even talk about that. Well, like not these even guys that. are talking hypothetical. But not even that. Where does Canelo fight? 
Canelo campaigns at 168 pounds. Canelo Alvarez does not have to ever take a exactly. fight at 175 ever again because he campaigns at 168. Exactly. Nobody's putting that same pressure on David Benavides to move up to 175 and fight these guys. Let him fight to a, a weight class where he belongs. <laughs> right. He belongs at 175. I mean, if we're going to be honest about it, he's draining what? himself down to get to 168. Didn't he get moved up to 175? So this is what happened. So I believe when David Benavidez had problems making weight, the WBC ranked him at 175 instead of 168. Mm -hmm. They ranked him at 175, and they ranked him as the number one contender for the WBC world champion. Um, right now, the WBC world champion is Archer Better Be <laughs> at 175. David Benavidez and his father petitioned the WBC to drop them back down to 168 <laughs> into their rankings. They don't want and it. And even you've seen David Benavidez say, hey, I'd much rather, uh, he said, I don't want an immediate title fight against Archer Better Be. And there's nothing wrong. Not everybody has the bolus that Canelo Alvarez has. Nobody has, not everybody has the courage. But stop going around here claiming these guys to be boogeymen, claiming these guys to be unbeatable. Every time Canelo Alvarez is about to fight somebody, it's always a new narrative. Right now, they're riding, uh, you know, David Benavidez like a rodeo show. He's a good fighter. He's a dangerous fighter for Canelo. He's a massive fighter. But let's not put the cart before the horse. This guy has not proven that he's better than Canelo. And in no way, shape, or form is Canelo ducking this guy. That, that, these are these narratives that are disgusting. Um, Canelo's a challenging fighter. I'm ready to see what David Benavidez does next. And this is what I mean by that. David Benavidez and his management team and the PBC have all stated, all stated, They've all known that Canelo's going to be booked the whole year. Mm -hmm. They've known this. So they said in September, David Benavidez is going to fight Charlo, Plant, or Morrell. He's going to fight one of those fighters. I'm waiting until none of those fights happen. <laughs> and it's somebody else. <laughs> and it's going to be somebody. I don't want to see it and say, well, everybody's talking. They're all on your side of the street. Yep. And you've guaranteed that one of these fights, stop guaranteeing things that you can't come through with. Right. And the funny thing is people try to say, well, you know, this and this about Canelo, Canelo Alvarez had rejected contracts from Billy Joe Saunders, Callum Smith, multiple fighters. And yet he had to give all, and, and Caleb Plant, but he had to give all of these guys career high paydays just to get the fights done. Mm -hmm. Remember, Caleb Plant started out saying, I need 10 million or I ain't talking. <laughs> you, you've seen Billy Joe Saunders not only demand crazy amounts of money, but he also, I need the biggest oh, the ring, ring I can get. Uh -huh. Canelo obliged all of these guys, gave all of these guys everything they wanted and beat them all. But yet you still have these narratives that Canelo Alvarez is trying to screw over somebody or something. Let's focus on David Benavidez and Jamal Charlo. Let's focus on these guys fighting each other. Jamal Charlo's doing nothing right now. He needs to fight Benavidez. He needs to. Why even involve David Morrell, honestly? He's not even seasoned enough. Not yet. Let David Benavidez fight Jamal Charlo, who's a world champion at 160, who's big and strong. Then you get David Benavidez, who's a two-time former WBC world champion at 168. That's a great fight. Why can't we get Caleb Plant versus David Morrell and we can get David Benavidez versus Jamal Charlo? Oh, that I think nice. those would be great. Hold on, but they're all in the PBC. They're all there to be made. They're doable. And, and they're all doable fights. Caleb Plant said, I'm willing to fight anybody to get a Canelo rematch. I'll go through the whole 168 to get a Canelo rematch. Then you have Demetrius Andrade on one side. He's on his own little island. <laughs> and, and even Caleb Plant said, I'll fight him. But he want to fight Zach Parker to try to sneak into a mandatory spot. Like at the end of the day, we want to see these guys fight somebody. Mm -hmm. You want these guys to just fight nobodies. But if Canelo Alvarez fight is mandatory, you want to criticize it. I, I don't understand this hate. Well, they're never going to be happy because 
whatever their narrative changes every five seconds. So you can never, you, you have to stop worrying about these people because they don't even know what they want. So talk to me about a couple of fighters. First, talk to me about Charlo, then Benavidez, and then Andrade. Go. Um, well, we, we both know that, you know, based on what we've seen, Andrade um, is, Andrade wants a payday. That's all he wants. He doesn't care about being the best. He doesn't care about stepping up to the challenge. This is why he did, he vacated, right, 160. This is why he didn't want any part with Janabek. And I think that would have been an amazing fight. But he 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 said no. Right now, I think he's lost. I don't know. I think he's at a point in time where it could be over for him. Just because where do you go? You're just trying to chase a payday at this point. And, and, and I think that's why he knows. He knows it, that it's basically over. So that's what why he's moving the way he is. Charlo and, and David Benavides, I mean, we, we said it. They're, they're not talking about anything. Am I surprised if they're going to fight bumps next? It won't surprise me. And that's just what they do. And their fans just keep them in such a high regard for no reason. So that's my thought on, on all of them. Now, what about Caleb Plant saying that he's willing to fight any of these guys? He's willing to get it on with all of these guys. What about Caleb Plant saying that he's even willing to fight Demetrius Andre? He just wants his rematch with Canelo. I can admire the fact that he's saying that he's willing to fight all these guys, but these fights got to get done. Well, Caleb Plant is still a little thirsty. We don't. I don't care to see that fight. You lost. It was obvious you lost. Why do I care to see that fight? I do not. But do I want to see you fight the, the rest? Yes, I do. I want I want to see that fight against Andre. I want to see the fight against Charlo and Benavides. Let's get those fights. And, Let's and, start somewhere. And, and why can't we get those fights? I mean, think about it. These guys are all on the same side of the street. These fights are not hard to make. They're not. And if think about it like this. If Triple G was fighting Charlo, Benavides, or even who? Or who? Charlo, Benavides, or who's that? who else? Caleb Plant. He, he would be one of their most challenging fights, period. I mean, and here's here's the funny thing that David Benavidez and his father have said recently. They said, we are rooting. David Benavidez specifically said, I'm rooting for Triple G to beat Canelo. Mm -hmm. David Benavidez's dad, father, trainer, manager, all of that, said, I'm rooting for Triple G to beat Canelo. And we want Triple G to beat Canelo because we know that we can fight Triple G next. We know he's going to fight us. So my whole thing is, if that's what you're holding, hoping for, are people going to criticize David Benavidez for beating a 40-year-old Triple G if they fight? No, because we only <laughs> criticize Canelo Alvarez for that. If Jamal Charlo would have fought, uh, you know, Triple G, who's a unified middleweight champion at 160 and unified the division with three belts, would you have criticized him fighting a 40-year-old? No, you wouldn't have done that. I, I feel like they don't keep the same energy with Canelo. David Benavidez and Jamal Charlo, both of these guys could take a risk right now. David Benavidez, if he feels like he's not getting his just due, he could be saying, I'm moving up in weight and I'm going to fight a champion and I'm going to make myself great and I'm not going to wait on Canelo or his payday. And Jamal Charlo can move up to 68 and challenge himself. But, but what does that show you, right? So if, if we take the same narrative that, that people take right now as far as um, oh, Canelo is is ducking Surdo because he, um, he wants Surdo to win, right? And he does so he he's ducking Bivol in a way, right? Because he's he's wanting Surdo to win, but then at the same time he's going to duck Surdo because he doesn't want to fight him. By the same token, right? You can say that David Benavides would want to. He's ducking Canelo because he's wanting Triple G to win, and he would want to fight Triple G and not Canelo. 
right? That, that's, <laughs> that's exactly the same thing. When you're using fanboy logic, they don't like it when the shoe is on the other foot. And look, look at the end of the day, when, when you think about it, if you're just keeping the same energy all the way around the board, it's about, okay, this is something boxing fans don't understand. Just because the fight you want to see does not happen when you want to see it doesn't mm -hmm. mean somebody's ducking or afraid. It's not what it means. I've heard people say that Virgil Ortiz is ducking Boots Ennis. How? He's not. <laughs> I've heard people say that Canelo's ducking multiple guys at the same time. I've heard he's ducking four guys at the same time. <laughs> he's ducking Sordo Ramirez. He's ducking David Benavidez. He's ducking Dimitri Bovall. And he's ducking Jamal Charlo. How are you ducking four guys across three weight classes? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. That makes no sense. And, and they also saying he's ducking, yet he's coming off of a loss. When a guy comes off a loss, you give a guy a tune-up, let him get back into the winning streak. This guy's still fighting a Triple G, mm -hmm. who's an, uh, a unified champion I mean, at 160. he may be 40, but he, he and, still and, got something. And he has a size advantage over Canelo. Like, why are people still ignoring all of this? Because they just don't want to give him credit. He, they're haters. These, these guys are nothing but haters. And look, men lie, women lie, but the facts don't lie.